The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Century, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. We got a Bears win to talk about. We're going to talk about some of the takeaways, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in that game, and also an update to the injury to David Montgomery. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So uh, we did get an update to David Montgomery's injury after the game. Matt Eberflew said that it's a lower leg injury and that he's officially day-to-day. Um, so it doesn't seem like he's going to be out too long unless something nagging comes up with that. It, hopefully he'll be available to play in the next game. Khalil Herbert had a big game in his absence um, and so, you know, it's good to see that we're not going to be missing him for any extended amount of time. We already have players that are dinged up that are going to be missing time. So, you know, not missing David Montgomery with our running game is probably the best part of not probably not probably not probably the running game is the best part of our offense so far and the most consistent part um, to our offense as well. So, you know, seeing those things, taking those away, you definitely are happy that David Montgomery. Or I am definitely happy that David Montgomery is not going to be missing any extended time. And I'm excited, and hopefully that the Bears now, that they see this, um, that they will maybe utilize a little bit more of Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery in the backfield together. I think that that can unlock some things for the Chicago Bears, even with the passing game, having both of them back there who are solid passers, I'm sorry, solid uh, catchers out of the backfield as well. You have David, you have uh, Justin Fields, who's also a threat to run. It can really, I think, open up the Bears offense a little bit more, but we'll talk about that at at a later time. As of right now, Good prognosis when it comes to David Montgomery that we're not going to be missing him for a huge amount of time. But let's get into this game. Um, so this is the the probably the worst I've ever felt after a Chicago Bears victory. Like this game just, it was such an up and down game. It was such a game full of things that were ugly, some things that look good, where you could take away some things from some players that look great. Um, and we're going to talk about them here. We're going to talk about some of the players that walk around and walk away looking pretty good in this game. Some takeaways that are positive, some takeaways that are negative. And we're going to start off with the top, and that's the QB, Justin Fields. While I, it's not, it's way too early to judge Justin Fields, right? Completely. You do want to, you do want to evaluate, right? Evaluating and judging are two different things. You want to evaluate how he's played so far because there's a lot of things that can go into that evaluation. It could be because of the coaching, the play calls, the offensive line. Um, a lot of things go into that. Um, but Justin Fields overall and some of his decision making, some of the ways that he holds onto the ball uh, too long in certain times, doesn't put him in 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 the best position. In this game specifically, Justin Fields' decision-making just, it wasn't the best. I, You know, I've seen some things that say Justin Fields is regressing. I'm not I'm not prepared to call it that. that. That, to me, is a little bit too strong of wording as of right now to say that the man is regressing. But it is definitely some things in the game that you just look at and you're just like, hey, Justin, man, listen, um, we just want to see you play better. 17 attempts in this one, 8 for 17, two uh, interceptions thrown. Five, he was sacked five times, which F absolutely plays a part in that as well so like i said we don't want to throw everything on a justin fields but it's it's sharp as he looked as much as it seemed like he was progressing every game in the preseason um and then in the second half against the 49ers it just i don't know what it is but there are some concerns with justin fields and 
you want and hope that to see him get those together over the course of the season as things improve, you know, taking a, a, a half a day to kind of step away, reevaluate, like it, it, yeah, there's some, there's some things that are concerning, right? I'm not going to say that there isn't concerns when it comes to Justin Fields, but you know, at the end of the day, like you just, you just hope that they ended up working them out. But on the flip side of that, the rushing offense just looks amazing. How we look as a team rushing, the fact that we have Khalil Herbert, Khalil Herbert came in and, and for David Montgomery after going down with injury and played his butt off. He looked great. Khalil Herbert, 20 carries, 157 yards, two touchdowns, one run for 52 yards. Khalil Herbert looked like every bit of the player that we wanted to see him uh, be. And he, 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 in very many parts, Roquan Smith, too. Like, let's, Roquan Smith is as great as he played on defense, as he was the MVP probably overall of the game. Khalil Herbert was that on the offensive side of the ball, just being amazing for us on the Chicago Bears, and, you know, wanted to shout him out. Khalil Herbert just looked really good. Now let's get back to the negative. Sam Mustafer at center is done. That needs to be done. Let's get him out of there. Listen, cool. I'm glad you guys experimented with it. He's not the starting center. Let's get Lucas Patrick in there. Sam Mustafer, got to go, period. Not not go from the team, but starting center, no, that's over with. That's over with. That's, we got we got to move on from that. Another positive takeaway, Roquan Smith, I mentioned him. MVP of the game for me. He rebounded in a big way on the prediction show. I was very harsh on Roquan Smith and how his play has been so far. Not tackling, uh, getting bounced bounced off of in certain cases in a time where he's looking to be the highest paid player, or reportedly, or highest paid linebacker in the NFL. His play just did not live up to that. That all was fixed in this game handedly. He looked great in this game. This is how you want to see Roquan Smith playing, being an impact player for the Chicago Bears. If he can continue to play like this, if he can build on top of this game, have this type of impact, is he always going to get the turnovers, things like that? No, but have the type of impact that he had in this game. He was clearly out there playing his butt off. MVP of this game, especially coming in, it was questionable if he was going to play at all. 16 total tackles, six solo tackles, two tackles for a loss, like one interception. Like Roquan Smith came in and played the way we want to see Roquan Smith play. Jaquan Brisker as well. Jaquan Brisker is just a consistent. He may be one, the most consistent player on the Bears defense so far this season, and it's good. Does he do some of the, 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 the amazing plays, interception, runbacks, things? No, we haven't seen that from him yet, but he's just a baller. He's out there playing, and he's balling, period, period. One of the other questionable takeaways from this game, Darnell Mooney in the drops. Like, we came into the season, I came into the season at least, saying that we're going to find out if Darnell Mooney is a true one. Now, this was me first starting the show. When you start a, a, a YouTube channel and podcast, people question you hard. And the first, what well, it was like the first or second episode I said that on, people came back and fought back against me hard. What do you mean? No, Darnell Mooney is clearly a number one. We're seeing right now, and again, keep in mind, this isn't all on him. This is not a, a plight against the player or anything like that. It's a lot of things going into why he's why he's playing this way, but the drops. Uh, he was targeted six times in the game, which is good. Um, but what we're seeing is that without having Robinson out there and, and uh, defense being able to zero in on him, that progression that we're seeing from Darnell Mooney isn't what we quite saw at this point. He's, he hasn't adjusted. The, the, the coaching hasn't adjusted well to it yet. Everything. It's not just him. I want to be clear with that. But it is some things to go there, like hopefully Valius Jones coming back. Hopefully, we'll see what happens when the kill Harry, uh, Brian Pringle, who also went down. Um, you know, maybe as this team gets better, the, the passing offense gets better overall. It becomes more of a weapon. We can see that improvement come. But at least right now, there's definitely some questions as far as the strides that we expected him to see for him and Justin Fields to take. And because they're 
progression is so closely tied to one another, it makes sense that both of them are struggling so far in this early part of the season. Now, can the coaching staff, can they come, can they come along? Can they fix it? The coaching staff as well in this game gets a dud for me. They, 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 it was some seriously questionable uh, coaching decisions, coaching calls um, in this. And I think we're seeing to a degree, I'm not blaming it completely on the players or the coaching, but to a degree, we're absolutely seeing that it's just not coming along the way that we thought that it would come along at this point or that we hope, hope, I think is the bigger, better, better word for it. Um, and, and so, yeah, Darnell Mooney, his progression and the things that we thought we would see from him or that I was hoping that we would see from him isn't quite as clear right now. And that goes to a lot of it. the offensive line as well in this, both in the pass protection and the and the run game. While we did get a nice game running from this team, a nice game running. I want to be clear here that we ran the ball extremely well and it was amazing to see while that that progression on the running game, while that amazingness that we saw in the running game from this offensive line the passing protection it's not complete Justin Fields is holding on to the ball a little too long at times I want to be clear here but still that offensive line is and some of it may be the coming in and out of the offensive line the rotation of the offensive line we need to settle on a damn rotation and sit and let that stick in and let them work their way through it because this offensive line I would say almost said by committee but it's always offensive line by committee but like the, the fluidity in the starting lineup and who what the matchups are going to be, it's not working. It's just not working. The pass blocking is not. You, you had a quarterback that got sacked five times in one game. That's not going to cut it. There are serious questions, whether it be just from Justin Fields holding the ball or whatever else. There are serious questions when you give up that many sacks in one game. One thing that we have seen is Justin Fields has been pretty damn good when he has time. When he has time, he's not getting that right now. And because of that, it's it's. It's it's hurting everything except the run game. Every single thing it's hurting in 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 the offense for the in the past offense for the Chicago Bears. This offensive line, which was always going to be coming into the season, the biggest question that we had is proven to be one of the the things that are just it's holding everything back. That's why I said in what I said in in my evaluation of Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney, it's going to be very hard to truly evaluate them while you have an offense offensive line that is not playing. That well in the pass blocking. They're just not. They have times. They have drives. We've seen quarters. We've seen some, even some halves, I would say, where they look pretty good. But overall, as an offensive line, it's just in this game, specifically against the Texans, it did not leave a lot uh, to be desired, or left a lot to be desired, I guess is the better phrase that I should use in that case. And on the flip side of that, too, our passing defense, without Jalen Johnson out there, we look bad. And in the in the prediction show, I said that I thought and hoped that that. Vador was going to step up. Vador looked like absolute garbage. Kyler Gordon played a much better second half in that game for the Chicago Bears, and it was needed. It was the, the, the change in that was felt. But overall, this pass protection, this pass, I'm not protecting this pass defense, hasn't looked the greatest. One thing that we thought coming into this game, like our run defense has been god awful. The run defense was pretty good in this game. But we 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 switched that for our pass game, our pass defense, in which I thought was wasn't going to be as big of a question. There are a lot of things in this game, right, that you take away from this game, that you look at this game, and you just, you don't, I don't feel good about. Like I said, this is the weirdest and probably the worst I felt after a Bears team going 2-1 and one ever. And hopefully he comes along. Hopefully they fix it. Hopefully they get it together. Uh, there's a lot of things looking at this team that they need to work on. There's a lot of things that I think Matt Eberflus and the coaching staff need to talk and coach these players better on. The adjustments weren't quite as good as what we thought they were going to be either. There's just some things, some 
major question marks with this team and 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 with the coaching in specific in, like in the end of the first half why didn't we use any timeouts we had all three of our timeouts didn't use them at all there are serious questions with 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 things in the coaching staff things with the players that i just hope that it comes along comes along and comes away um I, that's all we can hope for but this team ended they did win the game let's let's be clear with this and cario santos hitting that a 50 yarder at one point in time great job on that and sealing the game for us. We needed it. He was responsible for 11 points in a 23-point game. Period. That, that's, just, that's, that, that's just the reality of it. And so a lot of things with this team that you can walk away from and it's going to be frustrating for Bears fans. We are 2-1. and one. We head into, um, or is it at home? Uh, I think we're heading into New York to face the Giants next week. It's a lot of questions surrounding this Chicago Bears team. And hopefully this picture comes and a lot of these things are worked on over the course of uh, practice over the course of this week. Um, but let me know how, uh, down below, how do you guys feel about this game? Like I said, it's a really weird feeling from this game because I'm happy that we won, but there's just some serious questions going into this. And Justin Fields got outplayed. The one thing that I did say that we don't want to see Justin Fields getting outplayed by another second year quarterback in David Mills and David Mills outplayed him. Neither one played extremely well or amazing, right? But he got outplayed in this game. And hopefully we see Justin Fields come along. And, 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 and at some point it all connect. I have been saying for a long time, this offense isn't going to completely set into place until probably about week six. And this is holding true. Hopefully it, we see, start seeing improvements. And by week six, by the mid, mid part of the season, a lot of these questions start just working themselves out. Um, it's good to see David Montgomery and Cole commit targeted more times in this game. Uh, Cole got three targets. Uh, Darnell Mooney got six targets in this game. Um, so it's good to see them targeted more, but I want to see better results in this as well. Again, passionate Bears fan. It is what it is. Sometimes I have to separate my fandom from evaluation, but let me know what you guys think about everything down below. Sound off down below, please. You guys are the biggest part and the most important part of what, what's going to make this show special is hearing from you guys, your thoughts, your feelings, everything on the Chicago Bears. Um, we do have Friday mailbag episodes where we go into just the whole episode. If we have enough, is going to be built around your voicemails. I'll tell you how to get those voicemails into us. But otherwise, make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform that we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.